think she was in um like uh an Amazon movie or an Amazon series that was like supernatural thriller, but nobody really watched it because you wouldn't really associate her face with with like a a serious thriller. Which is kind of crazy to me because like I kind of want to associate anyone's face with yeah. like a thriller. <laughs> you do or don't? I kind of do. Like I want to see what people can present. I know, yeah, because I mean all those comedic actors they can really do serious stuff they really can but that's the problem is everyone only sees them as funny it's like they don't see them as somebody with range where i'm like yeah there is range behind it like when you think about Kristen wig and why his name escapes me the skeleton twins like bill Hader, yeah it was a pretty good movie yeah they towed that line between darkly serious and darkly funny and Which I think is good. I think that's hard to do as right. well. So, I mean, they have chops, obviously. But for those of you out there, we're speaking about Regina Hall because like Regina Hall deserves better. And that's what yeah. we think. She has she has a great career, but, you know, it could have been better for her. Yeah. And we kind of want to see like more. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this is Mean Girls Interrupted. This is, is Mean Girls Interrupted. Yes. yes. I'm John. I'm Travis. And we are two mean girls interrupted. <laughs> uh, it's a movie review podcast for those of you joining us for the first time. And those yes. who just are living maybe in like a Groundhog's Day scenario where you're like in an infinite time loop. And yeah. uh, you just need to hear it every single time. Yeah. We are movie review podcast. We review and talk about movies. We spoil movies. Yes, we do. Spoiler alert. <laughs> today's movie is not like i mean it came out in 1983 it was already so, spoiled whenever it came out for sure it oh rotten. it was but <laughs> okay we'll get into it we'll get into it a little bit later but so this movie is called Kroll, and for Kroll. those of you who don't know it's like it's not nick Kroll. it's Kroll, as in k-r-u-l-l <laughs> yes what I does remember, it mean <laughs> i didn't actually know what it meant I don't and, think I think it's a full nonsense term made by well, the writers and creators of this world. Yes, and so yes, and so for those of you out there who do, <laughs> um, you know, you guys is like that an to improv do, thing. It is an improv thing. So if you're into improv, but if you found us on YouTube, go ahead and like, comment, and subscribe. Okay. Yeah. So, but subscribe first, then like the video, and then comment down below and tell us why we're ugly. And yeah. uh, because, <laughs> but if you're if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your podcasts, follow, rate, review, auto downloads. It's important. auto downloads. You can delete yes. them later. You can delete them later. There's no cost to you. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but also fun fun fact on Apple Podcasts, Travis. I yeah. went. I finally uh, went behind the scenes and logged into the Apple Podcast for creators that yeah. we have yeah and it shows the listens uh, what yeah i've never it shows the listens instead of just the downloads is that something i should be looking at maybe you can tell me later no, I because no because advertisers only care about the downloads true but, but i mean it we get a lot of listeners that aren't following are you for real yeah we get it's like definitely yeah so friends. if you're listening to this we friends. know you're out there we we see the numbers uh follow the show on apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening you got to follow it 
Yeah. Okay. And if you, you have to follow. So if any of you who are watching this, just saw me take a drink, I'm drinking orange juice out of a can in a koozie. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm from the can. Yeah. Is it like one of those old school frozen, um, orange it's just concentrate it's just <laughs> i set the concentrate on the counter and i let it thaw yeah. and i and i punched a hole in the top <clears throat> of it and somehow it tastes exactly yeah. like beer oh wow <laughs> a beer flavored orange juice yeah that's interesting mm -hmm. at 10 51 in the morning yep <laughs> <laughs> but hey we're here to have a good time guys. hey you know what it's my weekend and i'm an adult and i really don't care everybody that's crushing yeah, we're pushing like, 40 and we don't do, we do not do social norms. No, and also I don't care. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so crawl. <laughs> so crawl. Uh, oh, I was going to say something. I do want to bring this up for the person who may potentially be watching this, who watched, um, who watched, who the made Barbie the comment episode? on the one on YouTube who was like, earring, oh. <laughs> earring magic Ken. I just want to say this. I, I'm not going to be, I'm just going to say this. Earring Magic Ken was accidentally gay, but I don't think so. And also, it is reported that Earring Magic Ken was, before being discontinued, one of the best-selling Barbies ever. Yeah, because... Because representation matters. Yeah. And also, it wasn't an accident. They can say whatever they want. Earring <laughs> Magic Ken was not accidentally homosexual was for sure definitely homosexual and, we and there's love nothing that. wrong with that we celebrate ear magical earring ken and we all love of his uniqueness yeah and all of his character uniqueness nerve and talent and we love that charisma because, character uh, charisma uniqueness nerve and talent we don't know if he had charisma he could have been one of those he's he been pretty stiff and wooden yeah plastic. i don't know if there was yeah very <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway so crawl um uh, speaking of of gay things, there was some. I would I would venture to guess that there was some representation in Kroll. I'm interested to I'm interested for you to tell me why you believe that because it's all this, conjecture on my part. Well, that's okay because maybe you can convince me otherwise. Okay, cool. So let's get into it. It's, yeah, Kroll uh, is a um, what would you call this genre? It is I a, can actually tell you what the oh, literal, <laughs> yeah. what they said it is. It's a okay. swashbuckler fantasy. Swashbuckler? They truly have the word swashbuckler. That's a reach. Yeah, it's a reach around. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you can't just have like tight pirate jeggings on your main character and call it a swashbuckler. I'm sorry. I mean, call me a purist. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't do that. <laughs> and here's the reason why. Because yeah. those tight jeggings, they, they <laughs> walked so that the jeggings and water world could run. I was thinking the same thing. We have the same mind. Travis John, and I those have are the exact, exact same, same mind. They, which is a swashbuckler movie. Which water is swashbuckler. World. Oh my God. They called this a swashbuckler. I mean, I did clock the pirate jeggings, and I was like, "That's Waterworld. That is Kevin Costner jeggings." And I'm so glad you got it. Right? They were. Oh my god! Also, this is I'm why not I love gonna lie with you. This is why I love me doing too. This. But I'm gonna say, they looked way better on this person in Crawl. Absolutely, because because. <clears throat> Sorry, I got worked up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Because the lead in 
in Kroll is Ken Marshall, who plays Colwyn. Interesting name. But yeah. he understood the assignment of a leading man. He did. You gotta, be, you gotta be lean, toned, ripped at all times. Yeah, right. He looked very good. He did. I wasn't mad about it. Except, also, I don't oh, know. Tell me. The, fa- the blonde facial hair. Uh, no, I was into no, it. No, you were into it? Okay, I was cool, into cool, it, cool. but I was more into the chest hair. Yeah. I was more into his chest hair. Remember when he's like lying on the, we'll get into it, but like you guys get to see. It's fantasy. It's this fantasy. is For me, this genre was a science fiction uh, fantasy, a fantasy sci-fi um, epic odyssey. It kind of was an epic. Yeah. Cause it's very sci-fi because, which was surprising to me a little bit because I've just based off of, my childhood memory of Kroll was very like patchy. I remember not understanding a lot of what they were saying because right. it's like an old English Shakespearean English, um, or at least they try. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but I was very much into the creaturey scariness of it all because as a kid, it, some moments of it, like kind of read as very scary and dark. Can I tell you, I 100% agree with you on this because after rewatching it, I only remember watching it as a child. There was a lot that I completely, like it opened up this portal in my brain where I was like, oh my God, I remember this, but also like it's brand new to me. Yes. Um, Yeah. There were certain key images that are, were, have been like imprinted into my, my hippocampus from a Is child the the um spider lady the widow yeah i w- i had a very distinct memory of Me the too. widow of the web me too and i mean she gets her own title card which is weird in the, in the beginning get... credits and it's the last one it's like when all the credits are rolling, you yeah. get to see all the people. That's, and I was like, oh, Liam that's... Neeson's in this weird. Yeah, Liam Neeson is in this, which he looks a little different. <laughs> I mean, he's had a long career, but he was very oafish in this for sure. Yeah. Which was weird. But I mean, certain angles, I was into it. Um, oh, so was I. I was just about to get there. I was about to be like, yeah, I mean, he looks like somebody we would have grown up with. So like yeah, very... Yeah. Yeah. Like a little small towny. Yeah. Uh townie, townie for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like also townie that that's like kind of like um you know like they're down, down. like yeah. a downy. Like a downy townie. Uh, downy. Yeah, downy townie. <laughs> um but oh fun. I have a fun Liam Neeson story. You do? I do. Where did you see him? I didn't see him at all. Oh, I, I was going to say you saw him at Lowe's. But I saw I saw receipts via text messages. Oh. Emails. What? Lewd. Crude. Salacious. Scandalous. Are you kidding? Nope. What? <laughs> okay, no. We can't yeah, go worked, into it, can we? Um, probably not. Okay. <laughs> but, Tell me after this, because I actually... Vaguely, vaguely, I saw... Uh, I, I worked for a producer at one point in time who was a lady. And um, yeah, she had receipts. Are you for real? Okay, oh, yeah. I need you to tell me after this. Please. Off camera. Yeah, but... off camera. I'm not joking. I'm holding you to it. I have to know. Dirty, dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Um. Anyway, so Kroll. Kroll. Is <laughs> played by, uh, Kroll is the name of this fantasy world. Yes, which it's... I didn't 
I didn't remember that detail. So when they were like, oh, it, this, the planet they live on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The planet is called Kroll. So I was like, okay, yeah. I guess that's fine. Like that works. Yeah. It was very Star Wars-y in a lot of ways, which, yeah. uh, or did it cross your mind that they, that, that was their intention of in making this? Kind like, of. It's Star Wars, but. Kind different. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also like Shakespearean medieval Game of Thronesy vibe. It's like I, it's like if Game of Thrones. I like the intersection. With Star Wars. I yeah. like the intersection between the two though, because like it's a weird contrast, but somehow, somehow like, it kind of worked. Yeah, it like reads very hard sci-fi novels. Like you see, like those novels, uh, like at the at the bookstore, they're like illustrated sci-fi from like uh, the seventies and eighties. And like, they're always like, it's always like a, a real fantasy element to whatever science fiction world that's, that they have. Like, this is very that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, they, they really hit the bullseye. That's for they sure. They did. I mean, but, and if you really think about it too, the reason why it does work is because like, this is a planet where like medieval people exist and an alien <laughs> and an alien, like entity and people show up so yeah i guess it would i would work because like yeah they're just showing up yeah they weren't like expecting it, it yeah they're so yeah so it opens up on like this uh this big shot oh i love was, the shot by the way yeah the the big opening miniature shot is like a slow moving it, just, it looks like it's just a an asteroid going through space but it is a spaceship it looks like so what it looks like is petrified wood. And then when yeah. you get to the back of it, it looks just like that collection of wood in Final Destination 2, which all of you know what I'm talking about. Oh, right. From the back of the truck. It looks the logging just truck. like the logs in the back of Final Destination 2, which, John, when I saw that movie, Final Destination 1 was one thing. Yeah. 2 actually ruined me. Yeah, because I remember I was like a kid while whilst watching it for uh-huh. the first time when it just like made me afraid of like death lurking around the corner at and all also times. everything made you afraid of everything yeah final destination 2 was uh super effective it was very <laughs> effective it was very effective um also written by written and directed by um a person of the family it's either J- jeremy reddick or jeffrey reddick i can't remember he, he's, oh. gay. he's a gay oh person. hi gay Hey, gay. Um, so, uh, yeah, so this this uh, massive, huge uh, asteroid that's actually a spaceship lands on the planet of Kroll, and we get a whole montage of, like, these things on the inside. What are they called again? Like the... the slayers. Slayers, right. Slay. We have slayers. <laughs> slayers be slaying. So they had the slayers, and they also have the... Um, Oh, what did they say? The um, changelings, slayers and changelings, slayers and changelings. They are, they have invaded. They come out of this thing. They, they take over the planet. They are oppressive regime of things. They're in like these uh, they suits. Have cool armor, dude. I they love do have, their armor. <laughs> I, I was appreciating the armor. I was like, cool. Awesome. Um, but they like, they shoot these projectiles like guns, but they're very much star Wars, like pew, pew, pew. Yeah. With like the laser guns. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, so, uh, yeah. So but they're it, like swords though, but they're like sword right. guns, sword guns. Um, yeah. Just like a whole mishmash of like 
weaponry that's like really superior to it's the advanced. people living. It is advanced. Yeah, because the, the the humans, the Krolians or whatever they're called, who yeah, are, I like that. I'm down with Krolians. Uh, yeah, Krolians get Krolacious. Yeah, they <laughs> they get down with swords that they, spark red. They're bringing knives to a gunfight. They are definitely bringing knives to a gunfight, and they're just like cool with it. Well, they have no choice at this <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> They're not interested in like improving upon their their means. I don't think they and, knew they could improve until um, the Slayers showed up. Yeah, and they were like, "Whoa, Slay!" Yeah, and then <laughs> you know, Slay and Death then, Drop. Yeah. They they were literally the people dropping death. Um. So yeah. So the we get this whole sort of like prologue. Um. The Krolians are being oppressed by um the Slayers. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh they are controlled by like this this uh autocratic alien monster creature beast that we don't I, get to good. see at first and uh but he is talked about i can't mm-hmm. really remember his name <laughs> um i think he's just called the don't they just call him the beast probably I think they just call him the beast. I don't think he has a name. So I think you calling him the beast is pretty accurate. Okay, cool. Nice. Um, and so they, um, we have like this whole like Guinevere lady bitch who love John. She is absolutely is glammed out. Oh, can I give you a little bit of, a little bit of something about her? Yes. So her name is Lisette. Her real name. Lisette the actress Anthony. Is Lisette Anthony. Her name in the movie is Lissa, but yeah, they just like Lissa, the character. So Lissette Anthony did all of her dialogue, all of it through the entire movie. And then after the fact, they dubbed her. They had another person come in and dub what? all the dialogue she did. Why? You didn't notice it, did you? She didn't dubbed. clock it. No, she's dubbed the entire movie. Be- and the reason being is because the studio said they wanted to have somebody with a more mature sounding voice. <gasps> Lisette hates this movie. Does she talk like this? I will never know. Oh, so they wanted like that deeper they want, woman. That's voice. not her voice. So if you guys go watch this movie, the entire movie was done with her. And they realized at the end, they were like, we want to have a more mature sounding voice. And also somebody They hired an American actress to do this because the studios were like, we think an unknown American actress will do, will fare better in our markets than, than a uh, British English or English. I mean, British is just a broad term because. Oh, so Lisette Anthony is, is American. She's an American actress. Okay. Cause she's doing, I mean, she was doing, she was doing a great uh english accent now it makes a lot more sense because she's not because some they dubbed her do they bring in a british woman to do the dubbing john yeah and they told her after maybe her british accent on on set was just bad maybe it was great but they but they truly said they wanted a more mature sounding because like you said the shakespeare thing it actually it, it it's true because they had shakespearean play uh actors in this movie yeah because uh what's his name the lead ken marshall is a juilliard graduate right so that's the thing yeah they wanted to make it very just like you said like very shakespearean 
Yeah. But I think that's so messed up to find out after the fact. Like, yeah, but you know, it's like one of those things as like an actor, I think you just have to like, you're totally at the mercy and the whim of like whatever the studio is going to want to do. I know, but that's really a bummer. Like how, like how like actors have stories of their entire contribution being to the film, being put on the, on the editing floor. Right. Like, and they don't know until they, they don't see know it. until like, they oh, go cut. Like, where am I? They still got their paycheck, though. Yeah, you know, she did, too. She got her paycheck. Probably but I mean, it probably, would, it probably would set a weird precedent for her, because this was probably, like, her hopeful catapult into, like, more opportunities, but then she gets into the room with other, with the future filmmakers, and then they're like, wait, you don't sound the same. Yep. Sorry, it, no. It's really messed up yeah yeah she's actually gorgeous dude she was looking so good she like her glam her 80s glam in this was really great her 80s glam looks pretty modern and her her bushy red hair and her insanely blue eyes i'm like and also the the, her wedding dress that was like very 80s and flowy john i loved it yeah when like at the end they're running across to safety from that bridge Uh, yes that's all you can see is like that train that train behind her i was like good yeah she was looking good she looks good i'm so sorry i have interrupt that is why we're called mean girls interrupted (laughs) i have i i've put a penny on the train tracks everyone i'm so sorry also but like i said anthony just to like she has the kind of the coolest scenes in this movie it's not a whole lot of dialogue but she's but long story short she is she is captured she's supposed to be married to colin and their son is uh prophesized to be their future son is prophesized to be the ruler of the galaxy so this union between these two uh nations and of kroll um they this this will help overthrow the oppressors in the long game of things. Yes, but on their wedding night, uh, they the, the they beast, get slayed by the slayers. Yeah, they get slayed by the slayers. Lysette gets uh, kidnapped and taken away from from Colwyn, who is presumed dead on sight, and uh, um, and yeah, so she's taken to the big asteroid castle where she's being kept prisoner by like this disembodied voice of the beast and all of these sets inside of the interior of the spaceship is so trippy but cool like there was a point that got me nervous watching this whenever she's like in this narrow corridor and they do this special effect as she's moving down that it's getting narrow and it's like closing behind her to like manipulate her to go to a certain area where she sees the beast for the first time yeah it's like forcing her yeah, and so this it's like this crazy, like, uh, fun house, trippy, weird, practical effects. I liked the interior um, production design of that spaceship. I also loved all of the sets that they did, and they built these on sound stages. They did a lot of sets. They actually had 20. We'll get into some trivia in the end, but there's, yeah. like, some pretty interesting stuff, which I really like. I love going after watching a movie to really like kind of pick it apart because I want to see the actual yeah. bones of it all. Yeah. They have some pretty interesting things about this movie. They do, they do. But I mean, uh, yeah, the performances are very Shakespearean and they go hard. So Colin, he is um, he is being patched up. He's alive, but shot and injured by Emir, I believe is the name, played by Freddie Jones, I think. Um, um, yes. 
Yeah. So um, Inir is like, he's called the old one or whatever. And he's like an ancient. He's not that guy. old. He doesn't look that old, but he's like an ancient dude. And He does uh, kind of look like a catfish though. Yeah. Does he look a little like a catfish? A little bit like, like a little in the face, the, but only because the of little, the whiskers. It's yeah, the this. whiskers, the whiskers for sure. I was like, "Ooh, what are you doing?" Right. Um. So he patches him up, and he's like, "Look, here we go. We got to go on this hero's journey, like right now." <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, get yourself together. But Colin's like, "My dad, he's dead. Th- that makes me king now." And he's like, "Yep." So you're a boy king, and. He's like, you, I thought I was coming here to see a man. And then, uh, and then Colin, because Colin's like crying and apparently men can't cry on crawl. Yeah. I didn't see any tears. So I don't think they can cry. Yeah. I don't think it's a thing that they actually are able to do. <laughs> he cannot produce tears, but no. his face can Mm-mm. squish up a lot. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. So he's like, uh, man up. We got to go get this fucking, uh, star shape thingamabob. Uh, yeah. called, called the what is it called the glaive it's yes it's called the glaive it's um very like it's a it's very sinister starfish that's what it's giving sinister starfish yeah sinister starfish <laughs> oh welcome that's, to the that's the name of somebody's butthole yeah i mean <laughs> i took one look at that sinister starfish and i knew i was in trouble right right yeah 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 that's how you would use it in a sentence. Yeah, I know it would. I love that. Yeah. But that's how you'd use it in a sentence out of spelling bee. Yeah, like sinister starfish. <laughs> so, you spell sinister. Yeah. Uh, so there we are. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so they go looking for the sinister starfish. Sinister starfish, uh, also known as the glaive. Uh, it's just a very long vignette of uh, Colwyn scaling mountain Hold up, and though. ridges. Give me two seconds. Okay. I'm just going to backpedal for two seconds and we're getting sure. to the mountains. When that guy who is walking Colwyn uh, up there and is like, you have to find the glaive. And he was like, well, I'll come back with it. And the guy's like, well, if you don't come back with it, you ain't coming back. Now, right there, they've set the scene where it's like, there really is going to be some high stakes. It was not high stakes. No. It was gotten very, very easily. John. And painlessly. Right. The the thing he truly only had to worry about while he was going up those mountains was the rock hair. slide. And also ripping his jeggings. Can you imagine? They looked expensive. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm glad. I want those things those. in ribbons. That's what right. I want. I want, I want them, them at, tattered I, ribbons. Tone I legs. do want them tannered. <laughs> I do with tannered. Tannered is good. I like it. Yeah, no, I do want them tatter- tattered. What is going on? Come on, tongue. Come on, work with me here. I, okay, I'm going to help you out. Okay, Thank so you. he gets to this cavern pretty easily, um, and he it's like this molten lava river where he like immediately sees the glaive inside, just like chilling like a starfish. John, he didn't, he didn't have to look for at all. No, he just walked in and was already looking at it. Right. And then there he was reaches an- into this molten hot magma yeah and doesn't even flinch or wince but he's also sort of they they don't really talk about it right now they're kind of magical beings i guess yeah they're like magical human crolians where he's like of the fire element and like yeah like they they have an affinity to fire which they don't really get into at all i kind of wish they would have this is yeah like build the world come on so they had uh, a lot of potential but anyway keep going yeah. So um 
So he reaches in, grabs it, and then all the turds fall away from it, revealing a... Revealing <laughs> a clean starfish. Yeah. It's no longer sinister. Revealing a perfectly bleached starfish. And then it's golden, shiny yeah, golden, golden starfish. The golden starfish. <laughs> and then all these like blades pop out of every orifice. I did, that's where it becomes sinister. Yeah, it's like sinister sharp. <laughs> yeah. uh, which kind of like harkened back. It's very Hellraiser. Like that's a I was Hellraiser. Gonna, I was just gonna say that right now. Oh my god! Right, gosh. it's very Hellraiser. We, yeah, it, like it had like these PTSD flashbacks to like the newer, the twenty twenty two Hellraiser. Oh, if you guys haven't watched that, do it. That's that's the do it. That's Sinister Starfish. That is. <laughs> what if that was one of the uh, Cenobites' names? Was Cine- <laughs> the Sinister Starfish? Yeah, but it was spelled like Cenobite. Just to keep oh. it, just to keep it in like, you know, the nice. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, we should definitely write the next Hellraiser <laughs> with the Sinister Starfish. We should, it's going to be a comedy. Yeah, it's all Hellraiser and the Sinister Starfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, he gets the glaive really easily and he comes he back. He gets the glaive super easy. Did you see, did you clock how he, uh, gallivants down the side of the rocks whenever he like comes back to in his old wise man oh i did yes he was very like hop skip and a jump cartoon yeah this cartoon. movie was a cartoon i was like did he like break a kneecap doing that that <laughs> movie was a cartoon yeah so anyway so he's like got it um and then uh they continue along their journey and uh but they don't know where the uh where the uh where the big castle where he's being where where the the lady lysandra or whatever is being kept because it yeah. moves around all the time mm-hmm. and so they have to uh, solicit the uh talents of a seer yes uh, but not before they run into a bunch of bandits who they acquire and we're and we're not even going to go into that scene because who cares they acquire bandits yeah. to create an army and they yeah. are on their way to the seer. Yeah, they 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 are they are bandits who are former uh prisoners. Yes. And the lead prisoner guy is giving very queer representation. See. With like the the nail spiky choker. Yeah, I like that. I like that yeah, choker. It was it was and like also he he's like a very like he's a very like sub person. He's like, I'm a sub, so don't take these shackles off. John, I have to tell you something really. <laughs> I have to tell you something about this scene. What? Is it weird that when I was watching the scene, I was like, all like, what are all of these guys doing with each other when like the lights are off? Oh, and I was thinking, I was like, they're absolutely because we they're talked about we talked about reach arounds earlier. Uh-huh. That is truly what I thought. I was like, oh, they're all like, like this is this is like handy nation it's handy nation for sure like the, they're all over here just like it's all it's all uh clicking and clacking and jingling and jangling because they have they have, because their, they, because they they have, have their handcuffs on still can you okay so it's it's like very freudian can you imagine like yeah. all of a sudden you hear like the click and the clack and then you're like a little turned on right exactly. like that's when they get turned on by like, like shackles <laughs> <laughs> what do they call that we're like the the guy who trained the dogs. Yeah, for, uh, it's um. Uh, we're smart uh, here, but you guys know what you you guys know what. Yeah, we're the ding about. of the dog. I know what it is. Where he does the bell. Yeah, John, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name either. Famous. I I know his. I know I know his name. I know his name. Asimov. Uh, at, mm, 
Um, we're not coming back to it, okay. everyone. He's not we're in the skipping movie. This. He's not in the he, movie. He's not in the movie, but if you guys know, you know. There was a yeah. dude who trained. Sound up in the comments below. Do it because Help us we, out. Know, we know because, you well. And we know you're out there listening because we can we see it. We actually do know you're out we can, there. We can see it. John has seen more than I have. Now I'm interested to know what he's seen. I've seen things. Um, <laughs> so they they get a whole, they're, now they're like a cool little caravan and they go and they see the seer. And it's a very green motif, uh, very Emerald City vibes. It's Pavlov, John. His name's Pavlov. We're Pavlov. Good. You Googled I, it just now, didn't I you? I had to. I saw you ticking away over there. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> Pavlov's dog. Um, uh, okay. So, and uh, yeah, so. It does it, go to the Emerald City. It's basically the Emerald City inside of this little cavern. And right. it's this really, really old blind man. And he I remember him the, from when I was younger, John. I I kind of one did. of the main things that I remember from this. So when I saw him, I was like, right. Yeah. He, he looks like a corpse, dude. He looks very corpsey. He looks like a corpse. But for he's real. hanging out with this eight-year-old boy dressed Where'd in the, green. Right. With the craziest bowl haircut. Look, it was a very like almost a friar tuck. Oh, not almost, John. It was very like it was. Yeah. It was Friar Tuck. Yeah, very many girl tuck it back. <laughs> Friar girl tuck it back. Um, it's it's not really explained. Like he was like obviously an apprentice, this little tiny boy, but like I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> it was very. No, weird. I think they did actually explain where the kid came from because he lost he lost his family. So I think the seer took him in. Yeah, it is like, explained. Yeah, it's it, been like also the the kid's job is to like hold his hand, hold the old man's hand while he was walking. Oh, because because he can't walk on his own; he's too old. Oh well, then he shouldn't be leaving. Yeah, he should. He should have stayed there. Like you are. I mean, come <laughs> yeah. on now. Like you have like you're surrounded by emeralds. Well, uh, just sit on an emerald. Yeah, just sit on an emerald and be happy with yeah. Your life. So he, so this, this, uh, this guy, he's like, they all have a common interest to, to overthrow their oppressor, the beast. So yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this for you and find and locate this whole castle thing that you're looking for. And so he does it, but the beast in his like weird psychicness, uh, powers, he reaches into the, he literally his hand, this, this like foam gloved, uh, party city, Freddy Krueger uh, arm, Halloween spirit, Halloween arm <laughs> yeah. comes through the vision and and crushes yes. the vision, and so they're like, he's like, wow, yep, no, can't do it, uh, but I know who can. Uh, right, he's like, <laughs> I know of a place, I know of a place where we have to cross this treacherous swampland. So they like, all single. I file. like the swamp. The swamp. The swamp was one of the scenes that I remembered the most from, and it was the biggest set. It was huge. It was the 007 set that they used to create that massive, absolutely Whoa. massive. They created the set? entire set. Wow. It's all it looked it's, outdoors. It does, but it, and but they created all of it, which I think is wow. pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, this movie had for 1983 a $40 a million budget. dollar budget. They had a huge budget. Yeah, what like, like I don't even know what $40 million from 1983 would be now. 
I can you imagine? I can't even. I don't know. This movie's I, I, older than us. It came out in 1983, I believe. Right. We. I mean, I've. We weren't even a thought. I wasn't a thought. No, nope. I never I'm was. A thought now. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are a thought now. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. Um. So they. This whole. They. They. They have like. A, accrued quite a large crowd following them which i'm like okay cool yeah and somehow the seer is like wearing mice and margella uh so <laughs> he's wearing like green <laughs> yeah. yeah but like uh, his coat like his weird coat it's like almost rick owens yeah it is very rick owens actually like flowy thin and it has a weird fur yeah i was like okay yeah his like his cape thing it had yeah. like it was green but with like a black fur like zigzag around yeah i don't it was very strange but yeah. i also liked it yeah. i'm like cool good for you right on except that staff was so annoying his like metal staff that he carries jingling and jangling constantly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm like could you keep it down we're trying to be stealthy here there's dangers that guy does not, he can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even see his own future. Right. Which is interesting for a right. seer. Uh-huh. For a seer. Although, you know what? Maybe he did know. Maybe he knew, which is oh, why he didn't want to go is, to the swamp. Fate is a theme. People, fate real, is a theme. people just doing what their fate is. Yep. And uh, yeah. So also they are being like stalked from a distance by a cyclops by a cyclops i mean you know the feeling uh, john i always i hate that i, I hate, hate being it. stalked by a cyclops i'm just like oh, we know you're there i always know looking at us through your one eye john people are looking at me probably like i'm a cyclops i'm about Why? as tall as him he was very very tall very no, tall. but in i think irl i think he was like six eight and they made him taller they Whoa. made him like seven foot tall for this movie. Yeah. What is the Cyclops's name? Is I think it... it's like Rage. It wouldn't be Bardolph, would it? No, it was that. It was exactly what I just did. It was just like a collection <laughs> of sounds and lip movements. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, they, yeah. I mean, the, the Cyclops was cool for me as a kid. Kind of scary, but obviously that but now you can't see anything. No, where is I mean, where is he looking through? He's not. I think they were just like they just like made him not see things. <laughs> How are you going to have an animatronic just sitting on your face? And the way he blinked, I'm like, girl, that's not natural blinking. Like your eye it's is very so slow blinking. You want to know? It would have made more sense to have flies just circling around that eyeball like a horse <laughs> because that is it. Was, or just is... an eyeball that never blinks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he's a benevolent giant cyclops. I liked him. He was a nice guy. Yeah, he was nice. Um, and so we get some uh, exposition. Like they're like, there's like this weird cyclops like over there, and like, can we talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> can we talk? Can we acknowledge the cyclops in the room? Please? Yeah, the cyclops with a trident. Yeah, he has a trident that he always throws like a spear and always hits his target, but you never see him like really like retrieve it, and then. It's like, it's always at the ready somehow. <laughs> I think we see him. Uh, it is. You are 100% correct. Where is he pulling He's like that? Throwing from? it at multiple people at great distances. And I don't know. You're yeah. right. Where is he pulling it from? Yeah, right. that's, a, that's what I'm saying. 
Anyway, smart. that's a smart observation because I didn't even think about that. I was like, right. How is this like getting back into his hands? Like, so it's quickly. as tall as he is. It's about seven foot long. Yeah. And, and so, for those of you who use centimeters, you're going to have to convert that. Look, I'm not. Google it. <laughs> uh, that was weird. Uh, so, yeah. So they're like, can we talk about the Cyclops? And then like one of them is like, yeah, the old one is in here is like, yeah, that's a Cyclops. And uh, <laughs> and uh, they are uh, cursed with the ability to see their own death. Yes. And when it's going to happen. So they have to go carry on through their very long lives, knowing the exact time that they're going to perish. Yeah. And so they're very solitary, sad creatures, somber even. Yeah. And that, that reads... I mean, it, I mean, it checks out, but there wasn't a lot of emotion on that face. <laughs> yeah, no tears were coming out of that janky animatronic. I kind of um, would love to see some tears just like cascading out of that eye. Where do you think it would come from? The center or the sides? Um, I would say uh, it just comes out of the mouth. Right. I was going to say it's just like... <laughs> but, uh, so they, uh, the Cyclops uh, saves the day. Yeah. Uh, from an, an attack of slayers who like come who rise out of the quicksand <laughs> they came out of like the tiniest pond they didn't even come out of the quicksand they came out of a pond yeah which... they started shooting their little guns and stuff yeah but can you what was happening every single time one of them dies one of the slayers dies they they kind of like they destruct a little bit they shriek the exact same sound bite yeah, and then like this little booger creature comes out of the head and into and the goes ground. into the ground. I don't know what it was. I don't understand. I didn't get it. I think there was supposed to be something else happening. This movie felt like fifty thousand rewrites. Yeah, and so they, um, so the seer, I guess, like they almost die in quicksand, and like the seer, the seer gets murdered. He he wa- he wanders <clears throat> off because no one's holding his freaking hand. He's walking he across the wrong. street. Right. He, he sits on a rock and uh, who knows behind him is some, um, it's the changeling, which looks just like him. And then like the witch fingers that look just like bugles, those chips you used to put on your hand, <laughs> yeah. chokes him to death. That's how you tosses... can tell the difference between them. <laughs> yeah. Because they're bugles. Yeah. He chokes them out, tosses them in the quicksand um, and then uh, rejoins the caravan of people. And now they have like an imposter in the midst. Yeah. And so, um, but I mean, the Cyclops finds the body, runs and saves the day again and kills the imposter guy. John, that Cyclops is truly just doing the most. I mean, he's carrying everything. He really is. He's <laughs> actually doing more than any of them. Yeah. So they, uh, <laughs> they get to this uh this stopping point where the 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 inir the old one has to go along alone to to meet the widow of the web who can tell them where this castle is because she has seeing abilities yeah because the seer's now dead so they no longer yeah. can use him for his um seeing ability which was yeah, he doing anything i don't know i mean uh yeah i don't know <laughs> i like the curls in his beard though those were nice yeah nice touch yeah anyway walking around with his eyes closed though right (laughs) open your eyes (laughs) talking like this (laughs) the way his mouth moved was 
weird dude yeah the, i don't know what the choice was yeah shakespearean Sorry. actors i they, guess they do um so yeah so we get so the the guys are camping out while Enier uh goes up and into the the web he does go into the web i love the jingle sound of the web though it was like a it was a jingle bell like reindeer jingle bell sound it's like how i imagine um sparkles would sound as they were falling yeah like yeah um which is, <laughs> right like yeah. does that make sense does that make sense yeah it does absolutely <laughs> and but it's almost like that really annoying thing where where you're trying to tiptoe and then uh-huh. as soon as your toe hits the ground this jingling sound happens which yeah. triggers a giant like translucent, translucent spider. spider he's cool looking though yeah, I liked him. His whole little like stop. It was like it was He's 1983. Cool. So picture right, the this. stop motion, stop motion creatures. Every single thing. Very um, Clash mm-hmm. of the Titans. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love Clash of the Titans. You just brought some things back. Okay. Yeah. Claymation uh, uh-huh. abound. Yeah, yeah. Top of ramen. Oh, ramen. top, not top ramen. <laughs> top of ramen. Uh, so the. He, uh, since he's in the web, um, he has to get to the center of the web where the widow of the web is being kept kept prisoner. Yeah, she is captive, and her name is Lissa. Lissa, just like just like the uh, uh, the other captive, the, uh, the Princess other Peach, just like Princess Peach. Yeah, who's captured by Bowser, and yeah. we got to get to <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> so. Which there is kind of a, it I is thought a of Bowser, Bowser element. <laughs> I thought of Bowser whenever the at the ending climax, which we're gonna we're gonna abridge the next of this and get to. Yes, let's. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna talk. I'm gonna let you just <laughs> no, John, no, no. just put the no, pedal no, no. to the metal. Right. Pedal to the metal. We're, we're now we're going. Fast. We're sprinting. We're see us. We're sprinting really hard. We're covering so much ground as we're talking. Jagged, jagged little. Bowser. Oh. Um. So they. Uh. Yeah. So he does get to the. He he supersedes the, the uh the spider because the the widow of the web hears her ancient name that she hasn't gone by in a really really long time, and um she's like okay cool you can come hit it and quit it and so he goes into this little sphere of thing and he's like hey so you look really good now, um and by good I mean like super old. But remember, like whenever we were together as lovers, and you were like super hot, but you're not anymore. Um, yeah. So there's this other Lissa person, and she's like still currently hot, and she's also a captive. And like, if you just like do do me this favor and tell me where this place is and drop a pin, uh, we can scoot on over there and 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 free her and like save the galaxy from this oppressive beast monster slayer guy. And, um, uh-huh. and she's yep. just like she's like sold. And uh, gives him the vision of where it is. And then he's like, okay, bye. And she don't forget, she gives him a handful of sand and says, when this runs out, so does your life, bitch. Good luck. But also it's going to like save you. It's going to save you long enough to pass this information to whoever needs it. Right. And so he dies whenever he gives the information, the locale, he, he gives, he drops the pin for the people basically. And, uh, and then he dies. And then they like, and then like, oh, okay, we're just gonna like bury him here and move on. And so they do. And then they get to the, they get by way of fire stallions. Which I love those Clydesdales were. So I've ridden a Clydesdale. I actually. Have you really? Yes. And I got nice. to saddle a Clydesdale because. 
Yeah, because my cousin used to work at a horse place. It doesn't matter. They're amazing creatures. They're I, so cool. I personally loved experiencing riding horses whenever I was younger. Miss it. Best feeling in the world is riding a horse. Yeah, it's so... It, right? <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It is actually fun. Well, you bond with this... this alive Massive creature thing. i you love guys, the fire mare idea though yeah the fire mare idea was a cool fantasy element to this i love very lord mare of idea. the rings yeah but they have to like of course like it they it's too long of a sequence of them like trying to like put saddles on these like crazy wild stallions yeah and i and i might just like criticize the 1983 movie making processes they seemed like these horses were definitely abused uh, it's captured in one take actually oh one of the horse one of the clydesdales in the in the scuffle like slips on this rock thing and like the abdomen hits the rock oh and i was like oh this is fucked up Peta, oh. somebody call Peta right now oh anyway so they they're all on these fire stallions and they're having a blast they're cruising so fast they're yeah liam neeson has never guffawed harder no, and they're all just doing like circus tricks at this point on the back of these animals that are traveling at who knows how fast. <laughs> they're like, well, they're taking us to danger. Yay. Um, so they even fly. Which with fire trails. I'm that see, that's pretty cool. And I was like, but why did it take them so long to fly? Like maybe they needed all of all of yeah, that prairie generate generate they needed miles and miles of prairie yeah to like really get up to speed <laughs> it's like a jet it's like a <laughs> runway yeah and the so they they take them to the the gate right up to the gates of the uh of the castle during the nighttime where they are immediately under siege by the slayers that who are wearing iris van herpen by the way they are wearing iris van herpen listen those those white Slayer costumes yeah. were Baby so Van good. Herpen. They were good, though. I loved it. I liked it. It was very 80s glam element. Right. It's, to the it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and uh, so they they work. Some people die. Some people <laughs> don't. But um, so um, also a little detail. The Cyclops had stayed behind after he wrangled some stall fire stallions for these people because... Um, as Titch, the little young boy, exposits in dialogue, he's like, "This is his time, and if he, if he resists his fate, he will die very, very, very painfully." Yes, that that is a good detail to note. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like almost two minutes later, it happens. So Cyclops guy to kind of like vibed out that like maybe he should have gone with them because they're constantly needing his help. So, um, yeah, so he saves them uh, and gets them inside of the castle. Um, but it also means that he is crushed in a doorway. He's smushed. He is smushed. flattened. Absolutely just bones yeah. and all dust. Yeah. And so the whole caravan is now like dropping like flies. And yeah. uh, so they're running around this crazy trippy place trying to find the girl. Meanwhile, the girl, Lissa, is like she is she's like really being forced into marriage at this point with she's the giving never-ending story dude it is never-ending story it is even with uh, which also if we go back to the it, horses and the quicksand and all horses and everything quicksand. that was very like oh that was so sad and never-ending story don't it bum me out so I, bad i felt so bad for a trio i was like oh no yeah 
It was very, that was, a, that was a meaningful, that wasn't just any old horse. That was a <laughs> legendary horse. That movie's messed up. Yeah. But back to crawl. Oh, do Let's you remember though? Do you remember the crazy wolf thing? That, that of course wolf I remember monster? the scary one. Yes, of course. Terrifying. Right. And I also remember thinking it would be so terrible to have a massive tortoise sneeze on you. Yeah, but also that tortoise was really cute. Yeah, it was cute. I was like, but also the boogers, tortoise. though. No, yeah, it's like dumb. That's where. Okay, back to crawl. <laughs> so crawl. The uh, the 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 car- the remaining caravan survivors. They're just like getting into so much trouble. We're we're like we're getting trapped underneath ground. We're getting separated. We're turning into tigers at this point. <laughs> Yeah, there's a wizard who keeps turning himself into various animals by accident because he's That's, like a bumbling wizard. We're but not it pays off. It. it pays off in the in the castle whenever he turns himself into a tiger to save the little boy Titch. Yep. Just call me little boy Titch. Little bitch. That's little what bitch I thought tits. he was. <laughs> little bitch Titch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but it looked like he was acting with a real tiger. I'm certain that was a real tiger. There's a point where the tiger gets injured. And so the, and then he's like stroking he's, it in his lap. Right. I was I'm like, like, that's a real, that's, a, that's an eight year old boy acting with a real tiger on set. John, you and I, safe. Have, you have the same thought as I did. Cause I was like, is that tiger truly laying on that kid? I think it was. It was, that wasn't CGI. That was a real tiger just chilling on like a child's lap. The and 80s it was a were, full grown. The 80s. <laughs> The 80s were wild. That kid wasn't a full meal for that tiger, which yeah. is probably why he wasn't eaten because that tiger's like, you ain't going to do nothing for me. They probably shot that thing up with tranquilizers and we got we got 20 minutes to nail this shot. Otherwise, this kid's dead. Toast. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> and this kid's just like, I'm just a little boy. He had no uh, idea. He was like, I'm going to be famous. Mm. Mm. He doesn't even have a picture on this Rotten Tomatoes page. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so they, uh, Calvin finds uh, Lissa and they're like, hey, um, so we got to use this glaive to, to fight this Koopa monster. It was a Koopa. It was... So the beast like shows himself uh-huh. and it's just like this very like weird alien kind of like um, sort of um, creature of the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Um, in He's the a bit face. slimy looking. It's slimy giant. Very big. He's very big. And he's like firing these. Uh, the, uh, Mentos like, like out of his mouth. It's Mentos. Uh, these it's little glowing. Bottles, these little orbs. It's those little Listerine patches. That's what I imagine yeah. the energy it was giving. Do you remember how strong <laughs> those things were? Yeah. I was like, that uh, is what it was. It was can't like, do more than two or three at a time. It was a physical embodiment of the sensation you get when you throw a Listerine patch on your tongue and it's you weaponized. Wins. Yeah. So that's Shooting what it was. those out of his mouth at a very <laughs> slow pace. Uh, but it's to... very Super Mario Brothers. Though. You could have Princess crawled Peach. away from those. Yeah, but he's like throws the glaive at it and he can control the glaive with his mind. Yeah. So the sinister we... starfish like pays <laughs> off and and uh buries itself into uh um the, the, the beast, beast. And we think he's dead. But then like it, the the glaive is like jammed so hard inside of the beast. Yeah. That like Colin. sinister starfish is jammed yeah it doesn't matter how many <laughs> it doesn't matter how many 
uh, uh, weird faces Colin makes, it's not coming back. No, he made a he made a couple weird faces. Yeah, hmm. acting. <laughs> <laughs> or so they say. It was very it was very cornflakes. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like cornflakes acting. I was yeah. like, it was sort of like that that theater stage actor who doesn't like compensate for the uh, camera being so up close. Right. It's like, dude, you don't have to play to the back of the audience here. Yeah, no, it's fine. Like, we can all see you. <laughs> Less is more, Colin. Um, and so he has to go crawl into the crawl over the. He has to and... crawl over to him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was wondering when we were going to get a crawl pun. He has to crawl over now. to the monster. <laughs> he crawls all over it, <laughs> and then he. <laughs> <laughs> but oops he's not dead surprise and he's back stronger than ever john the villain's never dead until the police arrive <laughs> yeah and even then even then it doesn't matter so throw yeah. that out the window so but then list is like hey i have this like crazy idea with our powers combined we... we're gonna become captain planet right <laughs> <laughs> So somehow the rules bend in this fantasy sci-fi world where they together, they harness their inner firepower and he's just blow torching from his hand. Blow torch. If I were an X-Men, that would be the one I want. Yeah. Like he's basically like Ripley with the flamethrower. Yes. Uh-huh. It's very that just from his hand though. Right. No weapons, just a hand. And they made sure to show you a close up and you could see the separation between the blue screen and that flame. But they mm. said, here's his hand emitting flames. We knew, yeah. girl, this we knew. This is what's knew. happening. Yeah, it's we like didn't we, need it that we close. We knew, like, yes, you're very <laughs> proud of the special effect. Good mm. for you. You did it. What was special about them? It was can an effect. It was, it was <laughs> but was it effective? It was, it was moderately effective in that like they just like kept cutting to different shots and angles of like a flamethrower for so long for a very very long time and even like so yeah so they kill the monster but like the whole place is collapsing now as you do so they run it's prolapsing it's prolapsing hard and so they in they on get... itself it's prolapsing in on itself <laughs> yeah it can't be it can't survive without the Mm-mm. beast no so they they hit um a, a block in an outer wall and then they're like hey um shoot flames out of your hand and get us out of here so he does and then like it just blasts right. out a hole in the side of the the beast mansion thing and and they they get out of there they jump out yep and then they're in a, this beautiful meadow and they watch the whole thing break apart and fall into the sky yeah it's like that one song by um vanessa carlton yes falling into the sky that is for real what it was i bet you that's what that song is based off of that's you're, uh, go over to our instagram we're gonna do it we're gonna we do, we're gonna play we're vanessa gonna play carlton that over that <laughs> because that's what's happening at this moment yeah and it's like very like happy it's bright now um they're together people have survived some people have died but you know what most people have died there's like the band no worries though you know that doesn't matter they all knew what they were getting themselves into so all they have to do to fulfill the prophecy to to rule the galaxy they need to john they they need to get busy they gotta get two and two together 
they gotta have a baby. I hope that they had an orgy. Yeah, they're like, no, we need to increase the chances of having a baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They'll never know who the dad is. It's not Calvin. It's the other guy. It's the guy with the spike collar. Yeah, somehow it's a Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if it came out of Cyclops, John. He's like, surprise. Uh, that would have been so funny. Yeah. And Dang. then the movie ends. It does end. Yeah. How did you feel about this movie? So I'm going to tell you, but before we get into that, I actually just want to give you a couple of trivias before we get into it. Okay. So, and, and it's going to be super quick. So this was at the time. Um, so this at the time was one of the most expensive movies produced of its time. Uh, yeah. Most expensive. It does look like um, it though. It does look it. It does. There were 23 movie sets uh, constructed for the filming of this movie. Wow. Um, the dub scenes for the death screams of the Slayers were taken from Mahar Shriek's At the Earth's Core, 1976. It's a movie, I guess. What? Um, yep. They uh, use that one sound bite for whole every time. time a Slayer died, which is often. the whole time. That's all they did. Uh, the <clears throat> cast was predominantly British, including several member members of the Royal Shakespeare Company. It, it um, shows. It shows yep. for sure. Yep. Uh, the original screenplay. Uh, Colwyn saves Amir from the spider in the widow of the web's cave by killing it with a glaive, but it was cut from the movie because remember, he can't use the glaive for some stupid reason. Oh, um, he's not allowed Colin? to use it until the end. He's supposed to, but they cut it out. That's what I'm saying. This movie got so many different, like, I'm Cuts telling you. Rewrites? So, yeah, how because... did Colwyn end up in the web? So, Colwyn wasn't even in there. They cut it out. I don't know. I guess. In the original screenplay, he's supposed to save him, but they cut it. I guess they filmed oh. it and cut it. Oh, like so, he has to like go and save his friend kind of a mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here's another one. Crazy. As a promotional gimmick for the film, the studio created an essay contest for people to get married, dressed in costumes from the movie. A dozen lucky winners were married off in a one day only ceremony in 1983. The gimmick was dropped afterwards since it garnered no additional press coverage for the film. <laughs> uh, could you imagine? Um, could you imagine being involved, being a participant, uh, being like, so you had to have been like following the development of this Kroll movie and being yeah. like, oh my gosh, we have to do it. No. So, okay. So here we go. These are the last three I'm going to give you. Ken Marshall, who played call one. This is his only role in a movie where he received top billing. Freddie Jones and Francesca Annis appeared together in Dune in 1984. And if you recall, <gasps> those two were the spider people. They were, they were together and they were both in Dune. And the last one is this. Uh, this is so insane. Many movie posters for the film featured a long preamble that read, beyond our time, beyond our universe, there is a planet besieged by alien invaders where a young king must rescue his love from the clutches of the beast, or risk the death of his world. Crawl a world light years beyond your imagination. Why? Yeah. Literally, why would that be on the entire poster? <laughs> that is that yeah. is the entire poster. You can't well, fit anything I mean, on that. The studios probably the marketing teams like nobody knows what crawl is. John, this movie flopped. Like I mean, it's not an it's not a Star Wars. Like if the I'm this is the, this is the studios Columbia Sony like Star Wars basically, it, and it's like and so Star Wars it's in the name, 
Yeah. It's in, it's in the name. You know what you're getting into. You're like, you're getting, you're getting stars and you're getting wars. Kroll, you don't know what that is. So you have to like really spell it out for the people. I mean, the thing, which is crazy though, because why would you need to? Legend, you didn't need any legend is one word. What's the legend? I don't know. Tom Cruise is in it. Let's go watch it. There's a giant gay devil in it. Like, I don't need anything other than a good trailer to get me interested. I think it's so crazy. How old was Tom Cruise in Legend? I don't know, like, probably 14. Yeah, he was, like, twinking hard. I need to watch that movie again. We should do Legend at some point. Not now, because this is so long. It's so long. Is it? I don't even know how long it is. I don't know, but, I mean, the world is really cool, though. I need to watch it. Isn't it Ridley Scott? Is it? I think Legend is Ridley Scott, if I'm not mistaken. Well, if it is, then tell me. But I'm going to answer your question about what I thought about this movie. I thought this movie had potential. This is a type of boo, uh, boo, uh, B movie. <laughs> this is a B movie, and I like, I do like this movie. But I yeah. think there's a lot of wasted elements here. There was there was no payoff. Like there, the stakes were never. It was always yeah. like something they got was from supposed point to a happen. Point B. That's it. I thought that the con- now listen. They could have done so many different things with this. Just, I don't know. They tried to do too much with too little, like too little time. A lot of just walking around sets, a lot of walking to and from. John, 24 sets for what? Like when people were dying, legit when the dude was drowning in all of those painted corks, by the way, which were the, um, which was the sand, the pollution sand. (laughs) It was the quicksand. Not a single person in there was freaking out while he was drowning. Yeah. John, none of them. There was no emotion in this movie. Right, exactly. I mean, like, they they tried to... There was the emotional range of a Marvel movie, like a modern-day modern, mo- a Marvel movie. Like, the story really played like that. It was very one-dimensional. We are on a hero's journey getting from here to here. And that's it. And I everything... Like- I do and, like that though. Like yeah. give them something to work towards. So now you have yeah. all of these different, but like we said, when he went to get the sinister starfish, uh, the guy literally said, if yeah. you don't get it, you're not coming back. John, there wasn't a single thing like, in there that was me. scary. Show Where me, yeah. is it? Yeah. And it was just like, it was too very much like so easy to get things. It's like they tried to showcase struggle, but it, it was all very artificial like whenever they're like, it's like we got we have all these Clydesdales we got to get saddles on them to ride them and then they're like they kind of just like fuss around for a little bit and then yeah. they're, like, they're like oh got it okay cool let's go <laughs> and then yeah and they take them right to the front door where they get shot down but then another act of god with the cyclops happens it's just it's like very like I don't know. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's like I didn't. Uh, here's the thing. I remember liking this movie when I was a kid. And I'm not looking back in my past with the nostalgia because I couldn't remember a lot of this. Watching it, I wasn't bored watching this. I OK, that's not true. I was very I was, bored. <laughs> I was bored because there wasn't a lot happening. But I can appreciate that the story. I feel like the story was like so cool. They could have done so much more with this. Yeah. Which is, I if would love to past- see it. I would love to actually see a remake of this. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening, but I would love to see a remake of this in some in some sense and then doing making wanting to make it three parts because there was so much happening in the beginning of this. Dude, the yeah. widow scene could have been so intense had you given so much more time for it. 
Yeah, and I yeah, I appreciate the effort behind the spider, but they cut to the same exact uh, stop frame animation shot a couple of times because like yeah, and like and there wasn't really a lot of scale mapping going on, so they didn't even feel like it didn't feel like the spider was in the same room. No, it really didn't. And, um, but also like they just had the most random things happening. Like we didn't even know about the changelings until we saw the double of the seer, and then there was right. another like, changeling oh, that's scene. That's a changeling. <laughs> Right. Um, I don't the, know. The, the world building is a problem for me because it's like they're just sort of laying it all out there as it comes. And they're not like, they're just like, they're just showing you this whole thing, letting things play out. And it kind of gives you the sense that like they can make up rules as they go in that. In they that. did. I do. Yeah. I truly believe they were just making up rules. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Which can sometimes happen in fantasy genre, but this is also a sci-fi. But I also still want it to make sense. Even if it's fantasy, it still needs to make sense in the sense that you have like, to have logic. You have to you have to right. take that. Right. Yeah. So they needed more time to really build the the world up front without mm. like voiceover narration, yeah. just being like like story time. So the voiceover happened right, and the voiceover only happened in the beginning, and I completely forgot. And the very end to remind us what they're gonna do next, which is have a baby to save the galaxy. And then there was no sequel because this movie tanked. So out of 10... But do they need to rule the galaxy now that the beast is dead? That doesn't I don't make know. Sense. Maybe don't they know. have to. I have no idea because probably Guardians of the Galaxy. So there's always some <laughs> bitch floating around out in space trying also to Also imperialism. You. And they, they're like, cool, the beast is gone. We can be the owners of the galaxy now. Right. Maybe they become the villains. Yeah. And I really um, I really hate like the, uh, like the, uh, the core idea of the story to be like damsel in distress and marriage. The actress, the actress hated that element. Yeah. She said she hated the movie because a, she was dubbed and B she hated that her character was made yeah. to seem like she was weak. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, it's, it's just like, there's a lot of misogyny throughout anyway. Well, it is Bowser. It's princess peach stuck in a castle. Yeah. It's literally Bowser because he's shooting those balls out of his mouth. I've, I, I, why are you shooting balls out of your mouth? They go in. They go, duh. <laughs> but anyway, so I think. Listen, out of I didn't, 10, I didn't particularly like this movie at all, but I love talking about it with you. I love talking about it with you. I don't hate this movie, but I'm also, there's no way I'm going to give this anything. So yeah. out of 10, like, out of 10 fire mares, because they were like the best part of this movie. Yeah, they were really cool. <laughs> The fire mare idea was really great. I want the lore of the fire mares. Um, yeah. So out of 10 fire mares, I'm going to give this like, I don't know, three fire mares and then one with like a broken leg. So <laughs> I don't know. It's getting three. Yeah. It's a three. That's fair. I would say that's fair. I don't, like, I don't particularly hate it, but I, I'm not yeah. going to watch this again. I don't think. No. <laughs> I know uh, it has a cult following. People love this movie. I don't hate this. If you love this for real, like it was fine and good and entertaining, but it yeah. needs more. It needs, it needs. Uh... Remember when we were talking about jam, jelly and preserves? Yeah. yeah. This is a very jam. <laughs> this is jammy. No, this is jelly. There's no jam. There's no preserves. The jelly's very thin. The peanut yeah. butter's sticking to your, your mouth. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> like you just Wait, can't you got swap. nothing to wash it down. It's you can't just, eat it without uh, milk. Yeah, it's really tough. I would. Say. So your turn. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so out of out of ten. Uh, let's see here. Out of ten 
uh, crusty duties falling away from a sinister starfish. <laughs> sinister starfish. To reveal a starfish. shiny golden starfish. Right. I would have to give this a five. You're giving it a five? I am giving it a five, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I'll tell please. tell you why. It's because the, the conceit is there. The concept is there. I love the concept, but it's it was... And yeah, yeah, and you get these actors were committed. They were. They they were. They, they were giving their. Uh, they were. They were dialing up to like a hundred and fifty. I can appreciate that. I could appreciate it too. Also, Colin's uh, leggings boosted it up a point already. Also, he was kind of hot though. He, he was. was. Like serving, it was though. good. To I was look here at. for it. He must be. I don't know if he has like personality issues, but like, why <laughs> didn't we see more of him? <laughs> <laughs> and this, like I said, this is his only top billing. I don't know, because the movie flopped. I think that if this yeah. movie had done better and they could have done a sequel, because I think they were planning on sequels, if they could have done sequels, I do think we would have seen a lot more of him. Yeah, I think they were, they were putting a lot of eggs in this basket for sure. John, those eggs were rotten to begin with. Yeah. and like Toss the eggs in basket <laughs> over a cliff. Like, girl, it didn't work. And certain visual things were extremely creative. I love the sets. The sets were great. Yeah. And even though they were like weird, superimposed things, like whenever the whenever the Emerald Seer is like doing his vision thing, it was clever. It was. And I'll tell you this. I bet you for the 1980s, John, had you been sitting in the theater, you I bet you we would have been flipping. You would have been like, oh my God. <laughs> we would have been flipping out. We would have been like, whoa, that's so amazing. Yeah. And then other things I didn't like was like the very like ripping off star wars with like the pew 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 yeah and, like, even the swords like lighting up and with that red yeah it's very like lightsabery and like you're like guys i we know you're trying to do your star wars we get it we understand but you, you're going a little too hard but what's crazy to me about that is like they harness fire why not just have your swords become engulfed in flames and fuck these bitches up like you could literally have flames shooting out of yeah you are of the fire so they're, they're got, medieval i don't like want. it can't it can't it can't have been like lissa's like sudden brainchild in the moment to be like you know what we can just harness this from within right Let's right. try it. And There's no, it's, no. Like, and that's the thing too, is that's why it, the disjointedness of it and it being yeah. like written as it went. It felt right. They're like, well, we got to wrap this up. So let's just like have him shoot fire out of his hands and call it a day. Yep. Yeah. Um, so five. Uh, there we go. So overall, I mean, I, I would, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I think the story and the concept are great enough. I truly would love a sequel or not a sequel. Its- a remake. Give me a remake. A Give me an HBO show. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. They can make it cool. Yeah. But it'll never, ever happen. Never. No, it won't. No, it won't. Never happen. Uh, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I want to get, I want to get a fan fiction of Liam Neeson. Why don't we write it? Uh, Liam Neeson, uh, Ken Marshall, and, oh, you know, Spiky Collar friend. Spiky Collar friend. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, we're gonna task the viewers at the viewers and the listeners at home to do that for us. It can be five hundred words or less. Um, you can email it to us at uh, meangirlsinterrupted at gmail We'll read it. We'll read your fan fiction. Yeah, of... We don't have people doing this for us. <laughs> no, we'll read it. Um, you can comment it in a very lengthy message and tag mm-hmm. us um, at a. Um, on on Instagram at Mean Girls Interrupted, 
uh, follow, rate, review, and uh, leave it in the comments, uh, whatever story you want to tell. Yeah. Um, so everybody... What's the Rotten Tomatoes? Did we want to do that or does it matter? Rotten Tomatoes, yes, it does matter. Oh, okay. Because our good friends over at rottentomatoes.com.org.edu, they say, they <laughs> give it a 35%. See, I didn't even notice. Uh, there we go, girl three. Yeah, but I I align with the audience, which gave it a, a 52% audience score. John, I was spot on. I said three fire mares and one with, with broken leg. Yeah, you're good. You're good. I think 3. it's just 5. because I'm highly critical person. <laughs> I think you are a very highly critical person. However, very accurate. I don't know. I just was like, girl, what? Did, wait, what did the audience on. give it a five? Fifty-two percent. John, you were spot on too. I know. Look at us. We're winning today. Yeah, winning. Yeah. Um, so Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the critics consensus is while nostalgic fans may view it through rose colored glasses that they didn't <laughs> are you <laughs> Stop. so while the start that over please <laughs> i wasn't expecting that 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 went to a place i wasn't okay because i also was not <laughs> expecting that so while nostalgic fans may view it through rose rose crawlered glasses, mm. this would-be sci-fi epic is painfully derivative. Yeah, there, the sure, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, and derivative we mean fucking mm -mm. Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I I enjoyed being here talking about it with you. I knew while I was watching it, I was like, this is gonna be a fun episode. I really wish I'd like you had text me. I, this is one of those movies that you and I had watched together. Rabid grannies. I'll never forget. Rabid grannies. You know what? I'm so if y'all could out there find rabid grannies go watch it and watch it with your best friend. Yeah. Watch it with the best friend uh, who has a great sense of humor and yeah. you won't be disappointed. You're going to love rabid grannies. It'll be one of your favorites and you'll never watch it again because you hold on to the memories. <laughs> It can't. The second time around is not going <laughs> to never watching that one. movie again. I'm never. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny because like, currently I'm writing for myself like something that has a rabid granny element to it, and I'm Does like, is it? this is this going to be too? I keep thinking about it. I'm like, is this too rabid grannies to the point that it's just like not going to be great? Make, John, make it scary movie. It doesn't have yeah. to be horror. It can be scary and funny. Yeah, but I'm trying to do it like really earnestly. And so there's like a, this this rabid granny in there. Okay, I'm fine with that. Okay, cool. I hope it's just like weird and crazy. But anyway, it will be. Uh, like, comment, I guess we gotta subscribe. go, right? We gotta go, but not before you like, you right. comment, you subscribe, you follow on Apple Podcasts. You gotta follow the show to get other shows in your feed. Yeah, it won't happen otherwise. You can't just like the episode. You gotta follow the episode. And that's, that's, that's just me. And follow us on YouTube. Do all of the things that you need to do to help us where we're supposed to fill in the blanks for the call to action. And for all of you, you all know what that is. Do your job and do your business. Beach. Yeah. Be an active listener. We deserve it. Yeah. Um, so we have so many episodes, you guys, we're not new. We're this not is like new. our 75th episode. We're new to YouTube. Yeah. You guys, we've yeah, been doing podcasting it. forever. And we have, we had a whole other podcast before this and we it's did. gone now. It is gone. It's archived, never to be seen again. So you guys, please do us a favor. Just 
do your job do it tap that part of the screen do it right you know you want to and we love you so much um uh we'll see you at the movies roll the credits you cinnamon bar which looks just like a turd like why what is it and that kid was just carrying it and crawl <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.